There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Philadelphia Eagles podcast station with your host, a very livid host, Jake. So, another week, another disappointment, another chance for Eagles fans to be wondering what the hell is going on. At this point, uh, there are so many problems that I don't even know where to begin. Uh, f- off the top of my head, um, I'll, I, have, I have a number of different ideas I want to go through. But let me just say that this is the first point I was calm enough to be able to do this podcast because I was so upset. I kind of, I felt like I was moving away. I was kind of zoning out to the point of where I don't even know, I don't even like watching these games anymore. And as an Eagles fan, that's so rare for me because I always enjoy watching the Eagles play. I know who the, our guys are. I like watching the game. I like watching the jerseys, feeling good when our team does something well. And at this point, I don't even like watching this team. It's so frustrating. There's so many levels to blame on this. You know, after the game, I just I watched a little bit of the Dallas game, and then I was like, screw it. You know, I need to let out this uh, aggression. And I went out and I did. I went through a little bit of a workout, did some, did some deadlifts, squats, bench, you know, just push out the anger through force. So at this point, I'm ready to talk about it, but it's not good overall. I'm really upset about this team. Like, I thought this team would was, was going to be good. I thought they'd go 12-4. and four. But at this point, I'm not even sure if they'll get more than, like, six wins with, their, with how they're playing. And that might even be high. Like, six wins might be generous. Maybe they're a four-win team. Maybe this is Andy Reid's last year, you know? Like, that's what it feels like, where it's just there's no hope. And I don't see any winnable games coming up. I mean, I don't even think they could hang with... They definitely can't hang with Dallas right now. And that really pains me to say, because I freaking hate Dallas. You know, I Dallas is the number one team that Eagles don't like. You know, the Washington football team isn't far behind for the for, for me, but that's a different story. And I don't think the Eagles can beat the Giants at this point. So I'm looking around the league and I'm not I'm not sure where they're gonna get the rest of these wins from. They've already lost to the Washington football team. So it's it's hard to even see a four win a four win, you know, team this year. I think you know, my friend gave me an over and under of three wins, and I said definitely over. I don't think they're going to, like, tank and go, oh, and, you know, 16, or they can't do that now, right? They didn't lose, right? The Eagles didn't lose. 
they tied, so they're zero and fifteen and one or whatever, or you know zero and ten and six if you know they're lucky. But who knows at this point? So let's just look at the stats. I think a huge problem again was Carson Wentz, man. Like, dude, like you, you Carson Wentz truthers out there, you know, or or Carson Wentz apologists. Like, what? Like, what's your game plan? Like, what? Do you really blame the coaches at this point for Carson Wentz's decline? Like, dude is just not playing good. Like, he's not even playing like a, a backup quarterback at this point. I, You know, thinking back over the years when some of our backups would go in, I feel like, yeah, but Wentz makes one or two, like, good passes. But, like, he's not even playing as good as a backup at this point. And he's getting paid, like, what, like $100 million? I know I'm saying like a lot. I do not like, <laughs> I do not feel good when I do that. I try not to. But yeah, it's it's Carson Wentz, man up, dude. Twenty nine for forty seven, two hundred twenty five yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, three sacks for nineteen yards, a quarterback rating of a pitiful, pitiful forty nine point two. It's not like Joe Burrow lit the world on fire, but the way our secondary was playing, you know, I thought I thought Joe Burrow would completely go off. At this point, Joe Burrow was 31 for 44, 312 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, eight sacks for 56 yards. Get at me, defense. You know, good work, defense. I was looking during the game, I was going through the defense, and I was like, you know, Barnett has two, Cox has one, you know, Brandon Graham has two. I'll go through there all that later. But I thought our defense, at least the, the defensive line was much improved. That's a high point. Not much else was a high point of this game. I think most of it was negative. Um, going through the rushers, Eagles, Miles Sanders, 18 carries for 95 yards. His long being 19. He didn't get any touchdowns, but, you know, still, Sanders almost had 100 yards. When was the last time we had a 100-yard rusher? It's been a while because they always mix in so many running backs. Um, we had so many rushers today. We had one, two, three. Six different rushers. So Miles Sanders had 18 for 95. Carson Wentz had nine rushes for 65 yards, one touchdown. His long being 24. That was a beautiful run around the right side. Uh, Wentz just saw the wide open field, and he saw he could run, and he went for it. Good for him. He seemed a little more aggressive in this game. So maybe he's starting to turn around, but the fact that he has a 49.2 quarterback rating doesn't spell that being that good uh, for the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts had two carries for eight yards. Corey Clement, you know, had three carries for eight yards. Like, what is with this dude? Like, Corey Clement, I mean, I, I don't know. Corey Clement is not doing well either. Boston Scott had three carries for even less yards. He had five yards, as long being four. So he literally had two carries for one yard total. Greg Ward had one carry for negative six yards. I, I remember that play. He got blown up early. That was an ugly, ugly play. Cincinnati, uh, Joe Mixon was the only rusher. Uh, well, actually, there were two rushers, but he was the only running back. And he went 17 for 49 and 11 being his long. Joe Burrow had one carry for negative one yards. Um, now let's go through the receivers. So the Eagles, uh, Greg Ward was our number one receiver. I was really, you know, pregame going through, going through the stuff. Uh, I was thinking Greg Ward would have a big game. 
Uh, he's a sure-handed one. I'm glad that Doug or the offensive coordinator uh, figured out that Greg Ward is our best receiver. He had eight receptions for 72 yards, one touchdown, a long being 29 yards. Uh, Zach Ertz, he showed he came to play. He had some good catches. Um, one of his catches looked, I mean, was even commented on as being an amazing catch. It really wasn't. It's just like a catch he should make. The other catch that sticks out in my mind is where he, like Carson Wentz threw it like real far ahead of him, and he reaches out, I think with his left hand, and he's able to catch it. So good for him. You know, he was he had seven receptions for seventy yards. He had ten targets, so. Uh, he was 7 for 10, and Greg Ward was 8 for 11. But without erratic Carson Wentz has been, it wouldn't surprise me if Carson Wentz was not putting that on the money. Uh, next was Joe John Hightower for two receptions for 19 yards. You know, he had three targets. He came, you know, he did something good for him. Uh, Burnett was in, and he had three receptions for 19 yards for four targets. Uh Richard Rodgers had two receptions for 15 yards, two targets. Miles Sanders had four receptions for 12 yards out of eight targets. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was a ghost, man. He was not even visible. He had two receptions for 11 yards. I heard he had a hamstring injury, left the game. Like, you know, what's new? You have these, like, guys that are way out of their prime. I mean, I love Deshaun Jackson. I was hoping he would have a big role, but at this point I'm thinking he's not going to. And if he has a hamstring injury, you know, great. He made it two games, sorry, three games, <laughs> but uh, he may be out the rest of the time. Dallas Goddard. I think Goddard was hurt as well. Uh, he had one reception for seven yards. Boston Scott, zero. I don't even know why he's listed. Oh, he was targeted once and he didn't catch it. Um, so, Cincinnati had zero fumbles. Uh, the Eagles had two fumbles. Um, so Carson Wentz had one fumble. He didn't recover. Jason Kelsey recovered. Uh, I'm, I'm not sh- Yeah, Jason Kelsey recovered that one from Carson Wentz. And then Jalen Hurts had one fumble, and he recovered it. So they didn't lose any fumbles. They had two, but they didn't lose any. So now, wow, defensively, I mean... This is insane. Like, the length of the list of players here. Uh, there's one, two, three, four. There's 24 different people listed for the Eagles defense. I mean, there's there's 19 people for the Bengals defense. So... I'll go through the the you know the the highlights. I'm not going to go through each person. Uh, Nate Gary had eight uh, total tackles, four solo. Uh, Darius Slay had seven total, seven solo tackles. Avante Maddox had seven total, seven solo. Crevion LeBlanc had uh, seven uh, total total tackles, five solo, and one tackle for a loss. Uh, Jalen Mills had five tackles. Uh, total three solo, one and a half sacks. Jalen Mills, good job. Brandon Graham, four total tackles, four solo, and two sacks, and three tackles for a loss. Derek Barnett had uh, four tackles, four solo, two sacks. So that's good. Guys are putting up sacks. Um, Skim through the rest of these. But Fletcher Cox had two tackles, two solo, one sack. Josh Sweat had two tackles, one sack. Malik Jackson had half a sack. And uh, so total, the uh, Eagles had 71 tackles, 
51 being solo, eight sacks, and nine tackles for a loss. That compares to the Bengals, who only had three sacks, and, well, they had six tackles for the loss. loss. So it seems that the Eagles' defense was better than uh, the Cincinnati Bengals' defense. Um, the Bengals had two interceptions. Philadelphia had zero. Um, that sucks. Uh, anything else interesting here? Oh, um, Jake Elliott was three for three for field goals, 100%. Long being 54. And that's the other thing that really kind of pisses me off is Doug. Doug just seems so weak in this game. He called a weak game. So he could have gone for it on fourth down instead of punting. And he also didn't go for two when the Eagles scored a touchdown. Like, bro, like, go for it on two. You're, you're Mr. Aggressive Doug. Remember back to when you were good? You know, a, a really great coach. You were super aggressive and everybody loved you for it. So I don't know why he's getting away from that. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of transitioning here. But Doug, I mean, not even going for the kick at the end of the game. Pretty much saying, I give up. I'm okay with a tie. That's it. That is a, you know what that says about a coach? That coach is worried about his job. That coach is worried just doing whatever he can to look as good as he can. Okay, it's a tie. It's not a loss. You know, I think that's what he was doing. Um, a lot of people in the chat room were saying, oh, the game was over. But, like, no, like, go for it. I know there was two really super unlucky penalties that took him out of, you know, quote-unquote field goal range. But at least go for it. I mean, Jake Elliott, he put up a super long um, kick before. Remember when Jake Elliott kicked a 61-yarder against the Giants? Yeah, he, he has that in him. He can kick long balls. So uh, I would have gave I would have let I would have taken the shot if I was Doug. Doug's on the hot seat. I'd get aggressive and just go for it. But I'm not Doug. I don't get paid to be coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't get to make those decisions. So it is what it is. So I don't really have much else to say about this game. The Eagles looked pretty pathetic again. They looked, they did look improved. I don't know if the Bengals were necessarily, you know, I think the Bengals are probably worse than the Rams, and they might be worse than the Washington football team at this point. But, yeah, the Eagles look a little improved, but they don't look good. And, uh, oh, I wanted to talk about injuries, too. So the Eagles' offensive line really looked bad as well. Um Jason Peters is is bad and needs to get replaced with somebody that's younger and better. Uh, he's really struggling at this point, and uh, I know he's an eagle through and through, probably Pro Bowl eagle, so everyone loves him and will always love him, but like the offensive line is just hurting. I know we lost two starters, and it's showing, but maybe we should try to get somebody to take over and give Wentz a little bit more time. Maybe Wentz won't be as bad if he has some more time to pass. And I just want to make another point is that that Malik Jackson hit, I don't see anything wrong with that. He didn't hit him in the head. He hit him in the shoulder. Like, damn it, the NFL is getting soft. And it's like, it's just ridiculous if they're calling legal hits as being too rough. I mean, it's so sad. Like, why would they do that? Um, 
All right, I finally found it. So Deshaun Jackson uh, injured a hamstring, and he was ruled out. Um, Dallas Goddard uh, got an ankle injury, and uh, during the first quarter, and he got ruled out. Avante Maddox uh, went out in the third quarter. He suffered an ankle injury as well. So Maddox limped to the locker room. Uh, Darius Slay also got hurt but was able to return. This is just insane. I mean, it's so annoying that the Eagles keep getting hurt every year. There are just so many injuries that it's, it's getting hard to keep track of all of them. And it's just sad that, you know, this is a team we love. Everybody loves the Eagles. Not everybody, but we do. So we love our Eagles. And... Even Rager, who is a rookie, is now ruled out. I mean, I just, it's hard to describe. I, I, I don't remember seeing this many injuries, even the other years. So, not much hope on the horizon. Next week, Eagles are playing Sunday night in San Francisco. Um, I think it's, hold on. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's Sunday night instead of Monday night. So it's Sunday night. And hopefully that game doesn't get flexed because it'll be fun to watch the Eagles at night um, hopefully turn their season around. I really don't see more than like six wins out of this team at this point. I think I'm going to start picking the Eagles until they show me something that they have a chance of winning a game actually. So I know they didn't lose, but they definitely didn't win. And I think... Everyone feels the same sentiment that it feels like a loss for the Eagles. So, as always, thank you for listening to the Philadelphia Eagles podcast station. Uh, please leave a review or sign up as a subscriber or whatever you want to do. Appreciate it. Um, give me some feedback. Uh, it's all very appreciated. So, as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you for listening to the Philadelphia Eagles podcast station. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast feed and consider becoming a supporter.